All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show, a hoop ball presentation. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference, get some delicious coffee, and head over to HawaiianIsles.com and Amazon. Neil Rochelani, how are you doing tonight? Oh man, Adrian! Last night was so so frustrating. Like we recorded the show, I recorded it. We had like I have this like static buzz that is just permeating throughout the entire recording. And then, you know, for some reason, I assumed it was your computer because I never had that before when I'm recording. So then, after we got off, I texted you and said, "Hey, sorry, I got to do the show again." Did the whole show by myself. And then the buzzing was still there. And then I was like, maybe I should test this. And then I 
I rebooted my computer. I tried everything. I tested it. It was still there. It's still there tonight. This is awful. I'm glad you can record. Anyway, that's all to say that I am doing better tonight. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a show out and uh, actually talk about some games and get that produced. So you recorded two shows last night. <laughs> you couldn't use any of it, man. I know. So frustrating. I know. Hey, if there's if any of you techie listeners are out there and you have any ideas on how uh, Neil and I can uh, troubleshoot our computers, because I have issues with my computer as well. I've had uh, um, so many issues. You know, I'm not a real uh, technical person, so... Uh, I always have trouble trying to figure out what's going on with my computer. But anyways, Neil. Yeah, my, uh, my my technical skills kind of revolve around uh, turning off the computer. Uh, <laughs> and then if, that, if that doesn't work, I'm kind of screwed. So anyway, uh, well, you know, I downloaded the software. I thought it was pretty solid. It, it worked, you know, very well with uh, whatever format we were using in terms of these video calls. And um, all of a sudden yesterday, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's the recording software. I don't know if it's my computer. I don't know if it's. Some other issue that I, that I can't even think about. So anyway, um, we'll get through tonight and hopefully get out of the show. All right, we've got a bunch of box. It's a busy Wednesday night here. Um, your turn. Busy, your turn. busy night. I believe it is my turn, Neil. Let's yeah. not let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into it. Uh, I hope I'm going to go in order. I hope I'm not going to forget anything because there's so many games. Tough to keep track. I'm going to start with the Pacers and the Pistons. Pacers getting the victory, uh, 108 to 89. Neil, you know we talked uh, about how crazy the Western Conference is. And I say, I just realized tonight that the Eastern Conference is just as tight as the Western Conference. I mean, uh, seats six through eight, I believe, is separated by one game. Very similar to the Western side. So um, I'm very interested in how some of these teams did. And uh, this was a nice victory for the Pacers, 108 to 89. Uh, Thad Young doing his thing, 21 points with 8 boards, 4 assists, 2 steals. He had 2 threes, shot 9 of 15. Uh, Corey Joseph still getting the start for Darren Collinson. And, uh, you know, Joseph didn't light it up points-wise, but I love that he had 12 assists, 6 rebounds, um, gave you a steal, still had 6 points too, so decent game from him. Uh, Bogdanovich with 17 points, a steal, a block. Three assists, four boards. Uh, he shot seven of 15. A little disappointing not to get any threes from him, but he's been outstanding. Tyreek Evans getting the start, but uh, even in a start, even with good minutes, he played 28 minutes tonight, only shot one of 13. So he just has not been able to get going on this team, man. He has just been um, a wasteland this year. Uh, six points for him. Uh, Miles Turner, this is nice. Seven points, a block, an assist, five rebounds, shot six of nine from the field, five of seven from the line. Um, I, you know, they do have a guy on the bench that you can rely on. Sabonis, double-doubled, 15 points, 13 boards, um, one steal, shot seven to 12 from the field. But other than that, not much else. Neil, what do you think of the Pacers? Um, let's see. Yes, like you said, the Eastern Conference not only are they all like almost tied, the, I think Miami's on the outside, but they're one game back. So no one is, uh, one team is not going to make it there. Anyway, <laughs> I will say Indiana's playing pretty well. Um, 
no changes here. I don't think they're going to rest anyone until everything is completely locked up. So you can probably trust these guys for at least one more game. Um, yeah, nothing else here to think about. The bonus, he's, he's just he's solid. Love that guy. Anyway, um, yeah, Tyreek, um, like you said, has not been good. We talked about either Tyreek or Corey Joseph tonight. It was Joseph. So I guess I wouldn't blame anyone for taking Joseph over him. It looks like um, Collison is going to be out still for a while and Matthew. So one of those guys could produce. And uh, it could flip-flop though back and forth. All right. On the uh, Detroit side, you know, um, in the uh, spirit of load management, I'm going to go very quickly through this box score on my own and see if anything jumps out to me. Luke Kennard did come back tonight. Someone we've been keeping an eye on here. Good for very deep leagues, 29 minutes. Uh, had two three-pointers. Not much, but they get 29 minutes. So you need very desperate help in a deeper league. He may be someone to look at. Um, Sean McCure, Bruce Brown, not touching. Ellington probably scooped up um, in teams that are streaming that are still trying to win. Uh, but if not, he is certainly a 3-and-D guy. Five three-pointers and a steal. That is it, Adrian. No other changes. Um, no other thoughts from me on Pistons. I know this is your favorite team in the NBA, so feel free to just go on about it for a while. Uh, you know I'm going to keep this short. Not <laughs> Pistons, same old song. But I do have to admit, Neil, uh, Ellington, I feel like he's kind of solidified himself. Uh, I, I want to say trustworthy, but that might be a little bit too much. But he just seems like a guy that if I had to take a shot on any uh, wing player, you know, other than their main studs, it would be Wayne Ellington. So just wanted to mention that. All right, let's go over to the next game, the New York Knicks and the Orlando Magic. You know, this was a big win for the Magic, Neil, because I believe when this day started, the Heat had the eighth seed. Heat lose tonight, Magic win tonight, Magic jump, and now the Magic jump into the eighth seed. So a big win for the Magic, 114 to 100. I'm going to take a look at the Knicks side first. Uh, Neil... There's a saying, uh, what, fool me once, shame me, or something like that. I don't have fooled me so many times. I picked up Luke Cornett a few days ago thinking he was going to start. I think I actually had him in my lineup. Uh, comes off the bench and plays 14 minutes and doesn't do much. So, again, man, everything with the Knicks, it's so hard to trust. But one guy that did look pretty good that's piquing my interest Mario Hazonia got the start, 29 points, two steals, five assists, nine rebounds, really filled it up. Had a three, shot 11 to 22 from the field, six to six from the line. Kevin Knox uh, doing his thing, 21 points and a nice line. Mitchell Robinson, I'm so happy to see him getting the start, getting good minutes and, uh, all he does when he, he just produces 12 points, nine rebounds, Five defensive stats, two blocks, three steals on six and nine shooting. Keep him locked and loaded. Um, with Dennis Smith Jr. and Neil Aquina out, it's been Moutier. 13 points, 10 assists, seven rebounds, two steals a block. I would roll with Moutier if uh, you need some point guard help and you don't mind some bad shooting. He did shoot three of 13 tonight, so not uh, will not help your field goal percentage. And then other than that, Dotson didn't have it going tonight, 5,036 minutes, only had seven points, but his role maybe is the safest on this team. 
he starts every night for the Knicks and gets big minutes. So uh, if you got to roll the dice on Dotson, I wouldn't be mad at you. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Knicks? Yeah, I think uh, this was a Hazonia revenge game, if I, can, if I remember correctly. I think he was on Orlando last year. I think it's the first time they played this season, but clearly I think um, Fizdale, like somehow promised Hazonia he could start against the Magic. So huh. here you go. Um, 34 minutes tonight, and uh, he went crazy. Uh, we'll see. I think he could flip with Cornette next game, though. So, Adrian, maybe, maybe you want maybe to hang on to him another time. I don't know. Hey, you know, <laughs> you, you know what? I'm glad you said that because I was just immediately gonna drop him. But that makes a lot of sense here. Revenge game for uh, Super Mario over Super Mario. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, looks like, um, like you said, the point guards are done. It looks like uh, uh, DeAndre Jordan is probably not playing more. So, Moutier, I think, is trusted. Worthy. Uh, I know it's take the grain of salt, but I think Moutier is trustworthy. I think Mitchell Robinson, he was starting to I mean, if he wasn't starting, but I think he's going to be just fine. Um, and then Knox, I think, is okay. Uh, that's, still, that's probably the third guy I'm looking at uh, on this team. And that is really it. Dotson, uh, like you said, I think his role is safe, but I don't trust his fantasy line. And then I think Cornette and Hazonia might uh, flip around. So my take would be Robinson, Moutier, and then Knox. All right. I'm going to hop over to the Magic side. Uh, let's see. Vucevic, uh, great as ever. Um, easy double-double like usual. 29 points, big double-double, 11-21 shooting. Uh, DJ Augustine has a weak performance. Fournier, okay. Uh, Gordon has a solid game here, 19-7-6. and six. Defensive stats as well, one steal and one block. Isaac. Kind of a quiet game. Does get two blocks, but misses all his three-pointers, six points, nine rebounds. Uh, Terrence Ross knocks down uh, five three-pointers and a steal. So another 3-and-D guy who I like. Um, other than that, no changes. These guys, like you said, are, fl- are fighting in the eighth seed right now. They're tied with the seventh and the sixth seed, one game above Miami, and their rotation will not change. I think this could go down to the very last game. So you may not find anyone that kind of comes in and, uh, plays for the starters. Um, so no changes here. What are your thoughts on the magic? Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think uh, you're kind of really thankful that this is such a tight race at the end of the Eastern Conference if you own any of the magic because they just do not have the luxury to rest anybody. Um, as we were talking about in the beginning, I mean, it's I think the last three teams have like the same record and the magic are right there. So uh you got to feel pretty good if you have uh, one of these magic starters in your lineup. And uh, all right, I'm going to jump over to the next one, the Chicago Bulls and the Washington Wizards. Surprise, surprise, the Bulls getting the victory 115 to 114. Uh, going to look at the Chicago side first. And uh, Neil, uh, when life gives you lemons, you make <laughs> lemonade or a lemon junior, I guess, 24 points. <laughs> Uh, two steals, eight, eight assists. Um, he's three rebounds. He shot eleven of sixteen from the field, two and two from the line. I mean, I want to say go pick up Lemon Junior, but I don't know, man. I I'm I'm just gonna watch. Uh, I had Shaq Harrison, of course, on my bench and did okay here tonight. Fifteen points. 
uh, one turnover, two blocks, two steals. Actually, I love those defensive stats. Also gave you a three. Actually, I wish I had him in my lineup here tonight. One assist, four rebounds. You know what? I put Luke Cornett in over him. So shame on me, man. Uh, seven of 13 from the field for him. Uh, TLC. 11 points and a block and assist. Ah, he did okay. Robin Lopez did good. 12 points, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks. He's doing his thing. He's locked and loaded. Um, Selden was in some foul trouble. 4,000, just 16 minutes. So we only had 4 points. Don't trust the bench, guys. The starters are all on vacation already. Uh, Neil, what do you think of the Bulls? Um, yeah, there's a lot of, to go around here. Um, I thought Selden Jr. would be third behind Lopez and Harrison. I'm starting to think it's 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 uh, Lemon Jr. I think he might be who I would take third after Lopez and Harrison. Those three. You can always roll the dice with Jakar Sampson. He's had two games in a row, but that can just fall off pretty quickly. TLC, I'm not trusting. Um, and Selden just played 16 minutes tonight. Um, oh, he had four fouls, so he got in foul trouble, which may explain some of these bench guys playing well. But, yeah, I think Harrison, Lemon Jr., and Lopez are all startable. Um, that's my take. Um, if I was doing a parody movie about basketball, I might have a character named Walt Lemon Jr. <laughs> anyway, I hate to make fun of his name. It just it cracks me up every time I see it. Anyway, so Washington Wizards. Um, Thomas Bryant, he has been a fantastic second half of the season. 20 points tonight, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. Very efficient. My God, I should have stuck with this guy, Adrian. I picked him up, and then I dropped him because he had like a week or two of like a bad stretch, and he's been just fine. Uh, Bobby Portis went nuts tonight, along with, of course, Bradley Beal. Corey Brown, I know some people have been talking about him. His role does seem pretty strong uh, in terms of minutes, but uh, in terms of fantasy value, nothing there. I would not touch him. I would still go with Jabari Parker, although tonight he just played 12 minutes and had to die. Um but I do think Thomas Bryant, if he's out there, Portis, of course, Beal. Sadoransky had a, just an okay game, but he's safe. Those four guys. And then I would take the roll of the dice on Parker. And um, maybe Brown uh, as a sixth, sixth option. But less so on him. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Wizards? Uh, not really much for me to add. I think you covered it. Just all those uh, starters, pretty much, who you want. Uh, I do agree. Parker usually is much better, but just uh, didn't have it going here tonight. But, um, yeah, that's it for the Wizards. Let's keep on rolling. The Celtics up next with the Heat. Uh, I, I mentioned this towards the beginning of the show. The Heat really needed this one, so big loss for them. 112-102, uh, to the Celtics getting the victory. I'm going to check out the Boston side first. And, uh, you know, it's the same old song, man. It's uh, just a lot of mouths to feed on this team. So Tatum did his thing, 16 points, steal, block, three assists, seven boards, one three. Uh, Horford has been nice 21 points, a steal, a block 4 assists, 8 boards 10 of 16 shooting and 1-3 Kyrie, man uh, 23 points, a steal 4 assists, 3 threes on 8 of 19 shooting uh, Marcus Smart just 8 points and uh, was okay, but tough to really trust him with uh, how deep this team is uh, you know, maybe the biggest surprise tonight, Gordon Hayward was really nice off of the bench. 25 points, 5 assists, 8 boards. He was 12 of 13 from the line. 
added three threes and shot five of ten from the field. Man, if he could have done this all year, he would have been a really nice fantasy asset. But the inconsistency this season has been really troubling for Hayward. Um, that's about it for the Celtics. What do you think about him, Neil? Yeah, a couple of wings sitting tonight. I don't know if you saw that on the stat line. Uh, Brown and Marcus Morris. Yes. Playing. So they gave a little bit of uh, room for Hayward like to do his thing tonight. Um, but we'll see when those guys come back. I think it will change. You know, they're, I don't know if they care. They're, tie, they're, they're technically ahead of Indiana because they're the tiebreaker. So they're fourth, Indiana's fifth. They're the same record. Um, Boston may, though, try to get that home court advantage for that first round. So they may continue to try. They, they can't fall any worse than fifth at this point. In best case, it's fourth. Um, yeah, like you said, it's pretty much split. I guess Aaron Baines is the only one worth talking about. But um, uh, Horford did play still. So Baines played next one. That's interesting. Anyway, I'm not touching Baines. Um, I think they're better center options to pick up. All right, on the Heat side, speaking of great centers, Bam Adebayo. He is locked 12 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. Great night for him. Two blocks of steel, very efficient, five of nine. Josh Richardson, Adrian, talk about fantasy disappointments. Uh, 16 minutes tonight, nothing to speak of. Um, so unfortunate, two personal fouls. Olenek, um, he had a good game tonight, uh, shot lights. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the minutes, 29 minutes, just 10 points. Just saw three of six in the field, did have three three-pointers in a block. Deion Waiters, he shot well, uh, did not shoot well, but scored well. 8 of 22, 21 total points. Dragic is back in the starting lineup. Really struggled shooting tonight, but he is safe. Dwayne Wade is safe off the bench. They are letting him uh, get his uh, final games out here in case they don't make the playoffs. Um, we'll sign Whiteside. This is a nice little line here, 18-15 in a block. Who saw this coming with 21 minutes? Justice Winslow is back, but not really producing. So to summarize, um, it's Adebayo, it's uh, I guess Josh Richardson, right? You can't you can't get rid of him at this point. But uh, Adebayo Dragic, I think is okay now. He's back in the starting lineup. Uh, Waiters and points leagues, um, and then Wade for the other guy I'd want. Uh, Linux, I'm not so sure about. I think there are other options. What are your thoughts on the Heat? You know, it looks like Josh Richardson may have suffered an injury here tonight. Uh, a, oh, that would explain it. Yeah, sorry. I'm seeing a bruised left heel is why he uh, left early, which is which kind of accounts for the low minutes. So um, I don't know, man. That doesn't sound good. Um, heels are always tricky. But, I mean, Miami, if they really want to make the playoffs – they just can't afford to uh, rest anybody. So hopefully we see Josh Richardson back soon. But, you know, even with this game, uh, whether he was hurt or not, still a kind of a disappointment year for Josh Richardson just because our expectations were so high. He started the first few weeks of the season on fire. Like, I thought he was going to be a like finish as a second round stud and uh that is definitely out of the cards so uh kind of curious to see where he lands next year in drafts all right um let's keep chugging along man the toronto raptors up next uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. This one was much closer than I thought it would be. You know, Brooklyn Nets in that tight race at the end of the Eastern Conference for the playoffs. Uh, the Raptors getting the victory 115 to 105. 
Going to look out on the Toronto side first, and you know, Neil, I got to start with the most improved player. 28 points for Pascal Siakam. Also gave you a 5 assists, 10 boards, 3 threes on 11, a 21 shooting from the field, 3 of 4 from the line. You know, Neil, I read earlier today that Siakam's only been playing basketball for like 10 years. Like, that's how raw he kind of still is. So, makes you wonder if there's uh, room for more improvement in his game. So, uh, kind of interesting. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, 26 points, 3 steals. I mean, I'm sorry, 3 assists, 9 rebounds, 11 to 25 from the field, 4-4 from the line. Just still really happy that Kawhi is playing. And, uh, you know, anytime you see Kawhi and Lowry giving you production, you just, like, so thankful. Uh, speaking of Lowry, 10 points, 4 assists, 5 boards, 2 threes on 3 of 11 shooting. Gasol, man, he's he's... He's been a letdown for me since joining the Raptors. Maybe not reality-wise, but his numbers have taken a big hit. You just don't see those big popcorn lines, those big stats anymore. Uh, eight points. You know, I do love the contribution here in these other categories in these other categories, four steals, six assists, nine rebounds. But, you know, Neil, I'm just used to seeing, like, big points, big rebounds with, like, some trickling of other stuff. So it's somewhat of a disappointing man. Uh Neil, after Danny Green's big, huge game, did, it comes back here with a disappointment. So I guess that's par for the course uh, for Danny Green. Two points, three steals, three assists, uh, one of five shooting. So not great from Danny Green. Uh, off the bench, a good game from Ibaka, who had a double-double with 23 points, 12 boards, a steal, two assists. He shot five of five from three-point range and eight of 15 from the field. But other than that, Hard to trust anyone on this Toronto bench. Neil, you mentioned if the starters do get shut down once they clinch, maybe we could trust guys like Powell or Van Vliet. So keep an eye on that situation. Uh, what do you think of the Raptors, Neil? Yeah, Gasol really hasn't really fit in from a fantasy perspective. Um, the reality, though, I think he's okay. I still think they're figuring it out, though. Um, but he had a better night. I thought... Centers usually do very well against Brooklyn. Uh, obviously, Ibaka did tonight, but uh, not Gasol. Looking at the standings, it looks like uh, Toronto is second place. Um, I don't think they can catch. They certainly can't fall. They can't catch Milwaukee unless they win um, their last three games. Milwaukee loses probably all of them. So one more game, and then I think Toronto rests their players. And then I think Powell and Van Fleet become viable um, starting options. And perhaps others, but those two I think would be the safest. All right, uh, moving over to oh, – no, Jeremy Lin could be in that category as well, so let's see if he gets starting. It's a starting role for the last couple games of the season. Um, starting with the Brooklyn side, I'm going to go with um, another guy who could be mentioned in the most improved category, D'Angelo Russell. 27.7 um, rebounds, 6 assists, 11.25 shooting, 5 three-pointers, and a steal. Jared Allen, uh, he's just been ho-hum this year, Adrian. 12-9 and nine with a block. I mean, 6-6 six to six from the field, so it really helped you there, but um, just hasn't really had that big pop that a lot of us thought. Karuks has been solid, but not fantasy really relevant. Uh, it has been reality pretty solid. Damari Carroll, someone you talked about last time, he started again, played 22 minutes. Um, not too great, but did okay. 12 points, 5 rebounds, a 3. Three or five shooting, five or six from the line, so good percentages. 
Uh, Dinwiddie, just okay off the bench, 14-4-5. and five. Um, Joe Harris, uh, not not much to speak about. Levert, a very um, kind of reverted back to his uh, poor performances that we have seen of his late. Uh, Ed Davis, someone I had talked about perhaps for rebounds, just three tonight, so yikes. Um, not much else here with Brooklyn. They are uh, kind of locked in. No, they are fighting. I'm sorry. They are part of this mess at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. So they will be continuing to play the same rotation, I imagine. And you can trust their guys probably through the last game. So no changes here for me on Brooklyn. What are your thoughts on the next? Yeah, Jared Allen, as you mentioned, I think overall uh, has been a disappointment for me. Uh, maybe, you know, I, I had higher expectations than most. Like I, I thought he could finish as like a top 30 player and uh, it just doesn't seem like he's that guy. And I'll, I'll probably be downgrading him going into next year. Just, it, it just doesn't look like he's that alpha um, mega, uh, uh, mega star center that I thought he could be. So until he shows me that man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be drafting him a little later. Um, all right, uh, that's about it on the Nets. Uh, gonna go over. Let is keep. Let's keep going, man. Neil, I feel like we've been going forever, and I still see. <laughs> I still see so many games. Uh, here we go. Philly and Atlanta. This one was interesting, man, because Philly's a team that I think they still, you know, uh, they still need to win as well. Uh, you know, they're not down at the bottom of the East, so they're not stuck in that logjam there for that. Uh, race to make the playoffs, but I think they still, uh, you know, want to try to cast the teams ahead of them. So a, a really interesting win for the Hawks, 130 to 122 over the Sixers. I'm going to take a look at Philly first. Um, Tobias Harris, um, but Tobias Harris overall, you're going to be super happy with where he finishes for the season, 21 points for him, two assists, seven rebounds, two threes on six of 14 shooting. He was a perfect seven to seven from the line. JJ Redick with a big game. You know, if you got JJ Redick, you pretty much always want points and threes and did not disappoint there. 30 points with six threes on 10 and 22 shooting. So great game from him. Jimmy Butler doing his thing. 16 points, two assists, seven rebounds, one steal, one three on five of 11 shooting. Uh, he was five of 10 from the line. So hurt you from the line. Uh, ben Simmons, man, flirting with the triple double. 15 points, 15 boards with eight assists. Four steals. This is a pretty good game from him. Didn't shoot it well. It was only 6-17 from the field. He hurt you from the line as well. 3-8 of eight from the line. Uh, Bolden got the start. And, you know, he was good in this one. Double-doubled with 13 points and 10 boards. Uh, gave you some defensive stats as well. Two steals, one block. But he really hasn't been good uh, normally and on 24 minutes. So I don't really trust Bolden. I wouldn't even look at him. Um, don't trust any of the bench guys, Neil. I think, I hope Embiid is coming back soon. I know he was expected to miss three games and that was a couple games ago. So I think he's just going to miss one more and I hope he's back soon. Uh, Neil, what do you think of the Sixers? Yeah, the Sixers, um, I think they do need a play because they're the teams right behind them. Could technically catch them if they continue to go cold. 
Um, so they're going to want to win. They got they got Chicago twice, so down the stretch. So that that's helpful. Um, I will say that um, Bolden, yeah, against Atlanta, you know, Atlanta doesn't really known for um, their defense. Their team score a lot of points against against them. They usually give up a lot of fantasy stats. So not surprising Bolden has a, a you know a decent game here, but I do not trust him going forward. Like you said, hopefully Embiid will be back. Um, in, if not next game, the game after that, I believe he's scheduled to come back. So no changes here. Um, looking at the Hawks, I'm going to start with Adrian's favorite player, Trey Young. 33 <laughs> points, 12 assists, 7 rebounds, 12 of 18, two three-pointers, 7 assists on the line, 1 steal. Um, this is going to be an interesting rookie of the year vote. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Um, Collins is back after a rest day. He does what he does so well. This is what you probably wanted from Jared Allen. Um, 25 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 10 of 18 shooting, a steal, 2 blocks, 3-pointer. He does every category. Torian Prince back in the lineup. I thought he was done for the season. I don't know what I was thinking. 13 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Did have 2, 3 points and a steal. I think you can start him if he is out there. Pick him up. Alex Len, we talked about him playing well aside, aside, uh, alongside excuse me, um, John Collins. Tonight, uh, got in foul trouble early. So just for 14 minutes. Got four fouls. Otherwise, I think he is still safe to play. Might be a good thing if someone sees this line and drops him. Uh, I'd scoop him right up. Um, Kevin Herter, um, pretty good game here. 15 points, four rebounds, five assists on two three-pointers and a steal. Bembry off the bench. You roll the dice with him. Sometimes it, it comes up 11. Tonight it does 17 points, six rebounds, four assists, a steal, a three. Nice line. Bazemore. 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 My God. Um you know, you got to roll dice with him now because we don't know whether or not he's, his minutes going to be like tonight, just 20 minutes um, and not anything fantasy-wise. Justin Anderson, the guy we thought was safe, uh, I thought Prince was done. So anyway, wrong about that. My apologies. Anderson, drop him if you could pick him up. Pick up Prince. Uh, pick up Len. Uh, Collins, Young, Herder, probably already taken. If you're going to roll the dice, pick either Bembry or Baysmore. I'd go with Bembry. Um, what are your thoughts on the Hawks? I also thought Justin Anderson was locked in that starting lineup, but with Prince back, man, it looks like we could definitely move on from him, just as you said. Um, and uh, happy to see Torian Prince back in the lineup, and uh, uh, that's about it, man. Trey Young looks good, I gotta admit, man. <laughs> he, he looks good. And, you know, that trade might be alright for the Hawks. Uh, they got Dallas's draft pick. I mean, Neil, I look at mock drafts and the Hawks could have like pick four and five or five and six. So, um, you know, they got a stud in Trey Young and now it looks like um, they're going to have two picks is somewhere in the top 10. So, um, man, it's things are looking up for the Hawks, man. Love their young core. Love Kevin Herter. John Collins is a monster. I mean, uh, this team's got so much content. Like, the future is so bright for this team. It's great. All right, uh, let's keep going. <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets and the New Orleans Pelicans. The Hornets getting the victory, 115-109. to 109. Uh, Kev Kemba Walker has been on fire lately uh 32 points two seals seven assists three rebounds 12 of 13 from the line nine of 17 from the field he added two threes bridges uh this one's a actually you know what i'm gonna say it's a good line 
Only eight points, but I love these defensive stats, man. The two steals, two blocks, two assists, six rebounds, shot two and two from the line. So a, a, a nice line, even though he didn't uh, blow you away with the scoring. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, Biombo, Bacon, Kid Gilchrist. I don't really trust any of these guys. They're all getting low 20 minutes, even though they started. Jeremy Lamb is the guy I would roll with off the bench, but still got 30 minutes. Uh, shooting wasn't great tonight. Only 4-13 for 12 points, but did give you three steals, two assists, and two rebounds. So I think you can keep them locked. Other than that, man, uh, we talked about it earlier in the week. Hornets, they feel like a fantasy wasteland, man. Like, other than Kemba, really tough to rely on anyone. And other than Lamb, like, it, everyone else is just really low end. What do you think of the Charlotte Hornets, Neil? Yeah, I think at some point they got to shut down some of these guys, I imagine, uh, like Kemba. I mean, he probably wants to play, but, you know, they're out of the playoffs now. and um, I, Not mathematically, but I think one more game, they're, they're pretty much out of it. And I think mathematically it's not – after this one, um, after tonight, maybe after the next game, I would say, um, you know, Devontae Graham is their backup point guard. And, and, you know, in 16 minutes, Dan talked about today on, about him on the fantasy NBA today show. And uh, I had not been following him too much, but, um, he put up a pretty decent line here in 16 minutes. So if he were to get the start, uh, down the stretch for some of these guys, then I think you could start him. I, like you said, lamb, if he's playing 30 minutes, I like him probably second after Kemba. And then, um, Bridges, I think I would take. Bacon, I'm, I'm foregoing. And then maybe Willie Hernan Gomez, uh, if he somehow gets to find his way in starting lineup. So just just look to see when uh, guys get shut down, if and when, for the Hornets. Um, but until that happens, like you said, Kemba's is kind of dominating everything. So hard to really trust too much else. All right, on the Pelican side, um, you know, Adrian, I think, I think they're just so every day, every game they say Anthony Davis is probable and he doesn't play. I think they are just doing that to not get in trouble with the league, being like, "Oh yeah, we might roll him out there," and then they just don't. So I would not be surprised if we don't see him anymore. There's only a few games left. Um, Okafor gets a start in his place. Not much here though. Eight point seven rebounds. We talked about Christian Wood. Just twenty nine minutes tonight or twenty one minutes tonight. I really wish he would have done this when I was playing against him in fantasy last week. Uh, eight points, nine rebounds, and three assists. Not much on the defensive end um, to speak of. So a very low-end night from him. <sighs> Let's see. It's going to be Randall. Had a big night. We can trust him. Peyton, I think you can trust, but he had a miserable outing. through Holiday, as we know, is shut down. Okafor, ah, not trusting. Kendrick Williams, I'm not trusting. Solomon Hill. Even Christian Wood. I don't, I don't know anymore, Adrian. I'm kind of like, this is kind of looking like a Knicks for me. Um, it's really just Randall and Peyton. Everyone else I think is a crapshoot at this point. Um, what are your thoughts on the Pelicans? Man, yeah, I agree with you. This is like another fantasy wasteland here. It's like other than Randall, uh, really hard to trust anyone. Peyton was better a few weeks ago, but he's kind of fallen off. Uh, I'm really disappointed that we haven't seen Frank Jackson. He was playing pretty solid before he went down. I don't even know if he's coming back or if I should just drop him. I've been hanging on to him, but I think at this point, maybe I need to move on. Um, it's just, it's just so hard to count on any of these guys, man. It's just very disappointing here for the Pelicans, man. Uh, all right. 
Let's go to the next one, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Dallas Mavericks. This one was close, and uh, the Timberwolves getting the victory 110 to 108. I'm going to look in on Minnesota. You know, I got to start with Carl Anthony Towns 28 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, three blocks. Man, very efficient shooting from the field. 12 of 15 was 4 6 from the line. Wiggins, uh, you know, this is a pretty good line from Wiggins. He, he uh, filled it up 19 points, two steals, seven assists. Three rebounds, one three, shot six of 15 from the field, six of six from the line. Uh, Jones, uh, I had this guy locked up. I had this guy in my lineup tonight. 15 points, six assists, one rebound, three threes, shot six and nine. Sarek, this is better from him, man. This is what I like to see. 14 points, a steal, three assists, five boards, two threes. Shooting wasn't so great. Only 5 of 14 from the field, but was a perfect 2 of 2 from the line. Neil, I say it every night. Josh Okoji, love that he's starting, but the usage is just so low. Only 9 points and not much else. A steal, assist, 3 rebounds, 1-3. Um, off the bench, I don't trust any bench, guys. What are your thoughts on the Wolves? Yeah, Okoji only if uh, Wiggins is out. I think that's when he kind of tends to do a little bit better. The Wiggins is such a high-usage guy. It tends to flow down a little bit, and Koji gets a little more opportunity. So I, again, will not trust him. Uh, Saric, yeah, I mean, the Dallas obviously is one of the worst teams in the league right now, especially defensively. So I think it's a little um, skewed towards that tonight. Uh, it's good to see Towns still playing. Apparently, you know, Adrian, he has this... Um, did you see about this? He has a bonus if he makes an all-NBA team. So maybe that's why he's still playing. So um, anyway, uh, Wiggins, yeah, I mean, if you have me rolling him out there, Towns, likewise, Ty Jones, and that is really it. Uh, Gorgie Jang, I thought could be valuable if Towns uh, sat, but he's not sitting yet. All right, on the Dallas side, um, Luka Doncic is back, 27 points. 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 three-pointers, and a block. 11-21 from the field. Saw a night from him. Um, Jalen Brunson takes a back seat. He does start, plays 32 minutes, but the usage is not there. Um, we said Trey Burke, if uh, Doncic was out, Doncic was not out. Trey did okay in 16 minutes off the bench, but do not trust him with Don Doncic in there. Dwight Powell, though, you can't trust at all times. Probably already taken, though, everywhere. Um, Justin Jackson, someone that uh, you and I both think can be streamable. 32 minutes tonight. Um, didn't do a whole lot. I mean, not bad, though. Nine points, three rebounds, five assists, a three-pointer. Not a terrible night. Um, Dirk, not trusting. So I'm going to go with, obviously, Doncic, Brunson, Powell, and Jackson. I think those four guys are, you know, are worth starting. Um, any thoughts from you on Dallas? I like your takes, man. I agree with pretty much every guy you mentioned. And I think with this uh, amazing performance tonight, I think Luka Doncic uh, wrapped up the Rookie of the Year award. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. But love to see that Luka Doncic is back. Uh, I was kind of a little scared that we wouldn't see him again for the rest of the season. So um, I cherish every minute that I get to see Luka. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 you, you and I need to take a trip to Dallas. <laughs> you know what? I'll you know what? I'll tell you what. Next year, I I do 
get to go to some Clipper games throughout the year. Usually I go to about four or five of them. I am definitely going to catch Luka live next year. I'm going to see him when they play the Clippers next year for sure. So that is on my list for next season. Uh, All right, let's keep going. I think we only got maybe one more or maybe two more. Uh, The Spurs and the Nuggets. This one was kind of surprising for me. The Nuggets have been a little up and down lately, but they looked like the the real Nuggets here tonight. 113 to 85. I'm going to look at San Antonio side first. Neil, I thought maybe I made a giant mistake when I dropped Derek White the other day. Maybe it wasn't too bad. Although I do have to admit, there really weren't a lot of Spurs that played good in this one. So maybe just chalk this one up as a bad night. They ran into a juggernaut of a Nuggets team here. So um, Aldridge was probably their best guy. 16 points, 3 blocks, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 6-12 shooting from the field, 4-4 from the line. DeRozan, this was a little disappointing. Only 11 points. You know, I love the defensive stats. A block. Uh, two blocks of steal, three assists, four of seven shooting from the field, three of five from the line. Forbes didn't have it going, only seven points. Um, I mentioned Derek White, only five points in 18 minutes. Yaka Pertle got the start just when we were ready uh, to uh, completely give up on him. Got the start, but still didn't really do much. Only three points in 17 minutes. Uh, you know, did have some nice defensive stats, a steal, two blocks, seven rebounds. So he's showing a pulse here. I'm going to keep an eye on him. Really hard to trust him, though, because he just really uh, hasn't been consistent at all this year, which probably has a lot to do with, of course, being on the Spurs and playing for Coach Popovich as well. I'm sure that's a contributed. Um Don't really want to mention the bench other than Rudy Gay. He's the guy I would trust. And, you know, I think his line could have been much better tonight. Uh, Was only 3 of 13. So if that shot was falling, this would have been a much better line. But only got 20 minutes, 9 points with 8 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal. I would definitely hang on to him. Uh, Neil, what do you think of the Spurs? Well, fantasy-wise, like you said, uh, not much tonight. But... My, my first round playoff dream may come true. So right now, San Antonio and Oklahoma City are tied in the last spot. San Antonio plays, despite getting blown out tonight, they play Washington, Cleveland, and Dallas. All three winnable games. While OKC has to play Milwaukee and Houston down the stretch. Mm. And if OKC finishes in the eighth seed, we'll get OKC, Golden State. Ooh. Which I just want to watch for Russ's facial expression. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, fantasy-wise, yeah, Derek White had a bad game. I um, I don't um, I don't know what to expect from this team. I think they're going to I don't think they're going to want to finish eighth, but I could be wrong. Um, so I don't think they're going to rest. I think they're just going to play guys like they're going to spread out the minutes down the stretch. So I think like Mills might get 20 minutes. You know, uh, Bellinelli might get some decent minutes. Gay obviously will. So these guys might get like mid twenties minutes instead of their thirty minutes, but I still think they're gonna try. So I think all their starters are okay, but no changes in value from me. Um, on the Denver side, yeah, nice bounce back to the game after getting blown out by Golden State. Jokic almost triple doubles, twenty points, eleven rebounds, nine assists. Uh, no defensive stats tonight. Did go nine of ten from the field though. Uh, Gary Harris, um, nice. Good to see him playing a little bit better. Eleven points, on five of ten shooting, four rebounds, two assists. No steals tonight. Jamal Murray has been strong all year. 14 points, 6 rebounds, 11 assists. 
to steal a block, a three. Barton, um, not trusting fantasy-wise. Did have three three-pointers, but not much else. No sap, an off game here. Uh, let's see if he got in foul trouble. No, but just played 21 minutes. Um, Monte Morris got a nice line here in 26 minutes. Malik Beasley, 25 minutes. Corey Craig, 22. I don't uh, I don't trust any of these guys. Plumlee, 19 minutes. Um, so it's really just uh, Murray and Jokic and Millsap right now at this point. Um, and then maybe Gary Harris or Barton if you're desperate. Uh, what are your thoughts on Denver? I agree with you. Um, I'm only trusting those guys that you mentioned. Uh, the Nuggets fall under that category, kind of similar to the Celtics, just so deep, so many mouths to feed. So other than like those main top guys, really hard to trust those like fringy guys. Uh, I'm very hopeful that the Nuggets don't rest. The Rockets are right on their tail. I believe they're a game and a half back for the number two seed so i'm really hopeful that the nuggets they keep playing hard to finish out the year maybe if they lock up that number two seed and they can't move maybe we see them rest in the final game but um i'm pretty hopeful that we consider we continue to see the starters play for the rest of the season all right let's uh is wait is that it do we got any more? Well, that's it for the early game. All yeah. right, that is it. Neil is going to get going. I will be back, you guys, for the remaining games of the evening. Neil, any closing thoughts on this big NBA night? Adrian, I want you to put up a billboard outside <laughs> the uh, coach's office. or the uh, <laughs> Whoever votes, who votes for these rookie of the year? It's, not, it's, it's like it's sports writers, right? Uh, out after every city in America, basically, to get Doncic to be here. Yeah, is it is it like uh, um, the media? Is it the media yeah, that votes? Media like a lot of writers and stuff. Yeah, I think MVP is media. I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's all media, isn't it? Well, I could be wrong. How that works? Let's hope that they make the smart decision, <laughs> and uh, let's hope. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know what? Um, as you mentioned on the show previously, it, it, uh, in the long run, it really doesn't matter. But you know me, Neil. I just love Luka Doncic. And, uh, but, man, I, I do have to admit, Trey Young, uh, hats off to Trey Young. Neil, we talked about it. We both thought that he probably had the biggest potential to be a bust. So to see him, you know, I think just really quickly – the biggest thing that surprises me about him is how comfortable he looks on the court already. Like, I see him messing around, doing these, like, uh, between the leg, behind the back, like, all these crazy passes. And I'm like, man, the fact that he feels comfortable enough doing all that stuff already lets me know that this guy is going to be a monster. Like, four or five years from now, he's going to be dominating the league. So, uh, yeah. it's great stuff, man. Yeah, and I, I thought I thought his size and his defense would uh, hold him back. You know, point guards don't have to be great defensive players, but they can't be they're too big of a liability, and then they have problems with turnovers and shooting. Then it becomes really hard to be good out there. And his shooting has gotten so much better. His turnovers they'll, they'll cut down, I think, in the future. And defensively, um, we'll see if he ever becomes a good defensive player or not. But yeah, like I said, you don't have to be a great defensive player to play point guard. Hey, that is yeah. that is a great point, man. Because look at Steph Curry, right? Steph yeah. Curry's not an elite defender, and we still consider him probably the best point guard in the game right now. So I think Trey Young should kind of use that as a model. 
All right, you guys, let's get Neil out of here. <laughs> it's been a long night. Uh, I will be back for the rest of the games. Thank you guys so much. Hit Neil up on Twitter. He's at Ball with Neil. Uh, you can hit me up at Adrian Benjamins. We will be back for Thursday evening. Neil, my fingers are crossed that it's a lighter slate of games than tonight. I'm, I have a feeling it will be. So we'll be back tomorrow. I will be back for a few more games. See you in a bit. What's up, you guys? I am back for the final three games of the evening. Let's jump straight into it. Uh, let's go with the Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers first. The Blazers getting the victory 116-89. to I'm going to take a look at the Memphis uh, side first. Uh, I think it's uh, go get Ivan Rab with... All the injuries to the front court of the Grizzlies, no Valanciunas, no JJJ. Uh, I think it's Ivan Rab time. 13 points, 10 rebounds, 2 steals a block. Uh, he had 1-3, shot 5-10, 2-2 from the line. Uh, DeLon Wright, I think uh, this is another guy you can count on with... Um, uh, no Conley. I think we're going to see him probably get shut down soon if he hasn't been shut down already. Avery Bradley. I've been waiting for this guy to come back for a while. I'm starting to give up. I don't think it's going to happen. Go get DeLon Wright. 11 points, um, one steal, two blocks, six assists, four rebounds. He had a three, shot four, eight from the field, two of four from the line. Um, other than that, man, there's not much to talk about. I thought Kaboklo would be viable, but he's just um, hasn't had a good game in a bit. And uh, I'm about ready to drop this guy. 11 points. Um, did have three blocks, three rebounds, one three. But uh, in just 20 minutes, I don't trust his production. So um, I'm going to move on from him. And uh, I'm also going to move on from the Grizzlies. Not much else to talk about there. Uh, going to jump over to the Portland side. You know, when Yusuf Nurkic went down, uh, I had a debate with one of my buddies. He was really excited about Zach Collins. I was telling him, I think it's going to be Enos Cantor. And uh, Cantor looks like the guy you want in that front court. 21 points, 15 rebounds, three steals. Um, Damian Lillard doing his thing with 20 points, 10 assists, seven boards. He had two threes, shot eight of 18. Uh, Mo Harkless has put up some low-end lines, 11 points, a block. Love the four steals, three assists. Three rebounds. He shot five of seven. I think he could be worth the stream. Uh, Ronnie Hood as well, if you need some scoring. He definitely did not have it going, though, tonight. Only nine points, a steal, an assist, and a rebound tonight. Um, Uminu is off and on. He only had 18 minutes here. Got the start, but only had 18 minutes. Uh, seven points, two rebounds for him, one three. Uh, off the bench, they got some nice games from Turner, who had 13 points, 11 assists, 12 boards. So a nice triple-double off the bench for Evan Turner, but really tough to trust him uh, night to night. And uh, Zach Collins, uh, 18 points, six rebounds, and one block. So still a decent game from Zach Collins. He shot an efficient seven of 10 from the field. Perfect 2-2 two two from uh, three-point range, so not, not a bad game for him in limited minutes.
All right, I'm, that's about it for the Grizzlies and the Blazers. Let's jump over to the Jazz and the Suns. The Jazz getting the victory 118-97. Let's take a look at Utah first. Uh, Rudy Gobert, the big stifle tower, double-doubles, 17 points, 13 rebounds. The five blocks are spectacular. Three assists, seven of nine from the field. He was three of five from the line. You know, Joe Ingles got off to a rough start, but he has been rock solid lately. 27 points, eight assists, five rebounds. Did have five turnovers, but I ain't mad at him, man, because he had, he shot six of eight from three-point range. 10 of 13 from the field. So very efficient shooting for Joe Ingles. Donovan Mitchell. This guy on the whole has been a mega disappointment for me. Because I just thought we were going to see him make this leap into like first round value in it. That's definitely not happening. 29 points though for him. 6 assists, 5 rebounds. Uh... Field goal percentage is definitely an issue with him. Only shot 9 of 19 for the field, 4 of 7 from downtown. He was a perfect 7 of 7 from the line, so that's nice. Um, let's see, who else? Not much else. You know, no favors, no Corver. Um, I want to say worse crap, but Crowder didn't play in this game as well. Uh, so uh, the Jazz missing a lot of. Uh, key guys here in this game. All right, moving over to the Phoenix Suns. I think the big story for them is Devin Booker going down with an ankle injury. He needed to be helped off the court. Um, look, Booker has an extensive history of injury, uh, ankle injury. So this is kind of scaring me a little bit for fantasy, for like dynasty and for future seasons. Cause I think, I think I'm going to peg him down a little bit, uh, knock him down my draft board just a tad because, uh, I'm starting to get worried. He might be injury prone now with, um, him, likely being done for the season. I think he'll be done for the season. We know the Suns, they really have nothing to play for. Um, they're kind of in the running for the number one pick. Why not just not? I mean, they're not going to bring him back. So I think Josh Jackson is the guy you want to uh, pick up. 12 points, a steal, three assists, four rebounds. Um, did not shoot well, 5 of 14. He also had five blocks the other night, so I'm really disappointed he didn't even get a block here tonight. But um, he's your guy. Um, another guy you may want to look at, Eli Okobo, 15 points, a block, two assists, a rebound, two threes, six of 11. A little surprised he got the start. I know they were starting DeAnthony Melton, so I don't know if this is uh, I don't know if we can count on a Kobe starting and getting big minutes, but I'm going to keep an eye on that situation. Um, look for a boost, too, for all of these guys with, uh, you know, Devin Booker has a very high 
usage rate. So I would look for all these guys to get like a little boost. Rashawn Holmes, I think we got to make sure this guy's picked up. Um, likely we don't see DeAndre Ayton again this season. 16 points for Holmes, 4 assists, 9 rebounds, 8 of 16 from the field. We know this guy can put up numbers in a limited amount of time. So if he's going to start and get over 30 minutes, I mean, you can pretty much put it in the bank that he is going to give you some value. Okay, uh, Mikel Bridges with a low end line, nine points, two steals, and assists, three rebounds. I think he's definitely worth owning or having on your roster um, with all the injuries to the Suns. Uh, no Kelly Oubre Jr. either. He's been out for some time. 1-3 for Bridges as well, 4-10 shooting from the field. Uh, not not really anyone else I trust. Bender, I don't like. None of the other bench guys I'm really into. So those are the guys you want from Phoenix. All right, let's jump over to the final game of the evening. This one was um, a blowout. The Rockets destroying the Clippers 135-103. to Let's take a look at the Rockets side first. You know, with this game being so far out of hand, I was really surprised that the Rockets starters still got big minutes here. Uh, Gordon, 15 points, a steal. He had five threes. James Harden, 31 points, seven assists. I mean, seven assists, seven steals. That's nice. Six rebounds. Three threes. He shot nine of fifteen from the field, ten of twelve from the line. He did have, he did actually foul out of this game, but played a full thirty minutes, so um, no worries there. Clint Capella doing his thing. Actually, you know what? Not doing his thing. I love the twenty-four points and fifteen. Um, actually, he had a monster game because he had 15 assists. He was dishing the ball tonight. That's spectacular. I'm just disappointed that he didn't have any blocks. 24 points with 8 rebounds. The 15 assists is nice. Shot 11 of 17 from the field to 4 from the line. Chris Paul, uh, 29 points a, a block. 7 steals for CP3. 4 assists, 3 rebounds. He had 5 threes. Shot 10 of 19 from the field. 4 of 4 from the line. This is a pretty good game from CP3. Um, also in this game, he had like a 60-foot... He just heaved the ball um, at the buzzard. I believe it was the end of the third quarter and hit like a 60-footer. It was it was crazy. Uh, P.J. Tucker, zero points, but did have two blocks and uh, four assists, three boards. But, uh, man, talk about low usage. He took two shots in 27 minutes, so we know about that. Now, off the bench, they got some good games. House is a guy that maybe... You might be streaming in deeper leagues. He had 13 points, three steals, six assists, but he only got 22 minutes, and this was like a major blowout. So really surprised they didn't lean on their bench guys a little bit more. Now, Rivers did get 32 minutes, so maybe he was the guy that they went with. He had 11 points, three steals, three assists. And, you know, Rivers has had some nice games, but... Um, Really hard to trust on him night to night. Uh, Kenneth Fareed, we are not, um, we really aren't playing him anymore since Capella's been back. 
and that's about it, you guys. It was a busy night of action. 24 teams played. Lots of implications as far as playoffs go. The East and the West, man, the uh, bottom seeding is crazy how close it is. So uh, I think for fantasy, that's really good because we're going to see guys play till the end of the season. So... Um, all right, you guys, I'm going to get out of here. Neil and I will be back for Thursday night. Also, Brandon Marcus will be back for that one. So it's going to be a much lighter slate. I believe it's only three or four games. So we will be back. Thank you guys so much again for listening and supporting the show. We'll see you later. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.